We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's Sunday night. It's still baseball season, sort of. We'll still here. We got three games left across the uh, baseball landscape. We'll be breaking them all down, talking about Fab, talking about the weekend that was. All coming up next on the Roadwire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Happy Sunday night, everybody. The final Sunday night of the 2022 Major League Baseball season. Uh, welcome to the Roadwire Fantasy Baseball Podcast, sponsored by So Rare. I am Scott Jensen. Join us always on Sunday nights. Well, not last week, but uh, we had a good fill-in last week with Brian Slack. But back, uh, back on the airwaves here with Jeff Erickson. Jeff, we got three guys left in the season. We got a lot to talk about. It was a busy weekend. Today was, uh, today was brutal in a lot of ways in the fantasy baseball world for me. But uh, how is everything with you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Oh, unfortunately for you, it's not as good because you're stuck with me instead of a serious player. Uh, so there's that. Uh, but you'll and, and you're stuck with more puns. So I know that 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 made it even more brutal for you there. So sorry about. I'm trying that. to remember if uh, if Brian pulled any puns last week. I don't really I think, think he, he did. did one. If I recall, yeah, he on might the have one there. Um, I probably I probably missed. Oh, I think yeah, I think it, he he I th- I thought he went with a uh, Syndergaard Zach Wheeler portmanteau, and he actually didn't. But I thought it was gonna be really impressive. So I uh, there was that. Uh, but uh, it was fun. It, Brian's a you know Brian too, so he's a really good dude. So it was fun. It was I was I was happy that he was able to uh, to fill in. Sometimes he's a he's a tough guest to nail down. So it was fun to uh, get him on here. But glad you are back uh, for the uh, for the final uh, stretch of the season here. Um, I know you've had a rough September. How are your team's hanging in at the moment? Um, Vegas is actually playing pretty well right now. All right. Uh, so of course the online where I was live for a while to right. be in the top 10 and win my league, I'm not going to win my league and I might not even finish second. How, uh, how close are, do you have a chance at the, at the league or is it done, done? It's pretty close to done. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, Kelly Uganski had a great year. Uh, he, he had the better draft. He was leading most of the year. I caught fire for about a month and a half and then he's had a much better September. Uh, I, it, I'm now sitting at 112 points. I'm one point ahead of third place. Now Kelly's got a seven and a half point lead. So, uh, it's looking pretty slim, uh, pr- pretty grim, pretty slim and none chances here. I wasted so much time and capital and probably strikeouts trying to chase saves and thinking about the overall. And I didn't get it. it it's just, it's brutal. And ever since I cut Jimmy Hergett, he's gotten four saves. I think, had, uh, I think he had three. Every time I look up, he said, I get three. I think the Angels had five saves this week as a team. I think Tapera yeah. had two and Hergen had three. It was yep. crazy. Yep. Um, who yeah, did you Who did you guys draft in closes that league? Was it Was it a Barlow. like a so Barlow, Barlow and that was it? 
okay. Barlow and some scrubs in the late rounds because it just we kept on thinking the price wasn't right. And I mean, that was actually the correct approach, I feel like. But you got to get the you, know, you got to get Helsley. You got to get, you know, whoever emerges here and there. And we, Clay Holmes was our get. And that was great for a while. It's pretty a get. Yeah, for a while. And then, you know, he, he also symbolized what happened on the stretch. I mean, we just and, and all that time we spent chasing, you know, in capital, like Sir Anthony Dominguez is perfectly a good illustration yeah. there. Spent was some of our most significant fab bucks late gets one save the first day we roster him. Then he gets hurt and ha- hasn't had a save since, um, you know, it's things like that. It's tough. Uh, but boohoo, I had, a you know, could have, everybody else has the same constraints. So I, where but did it, you guys, where'd you guys pick in that league? Right in the middle, like seventh, I think. So like you could have gone like a fourth round closer, probably like a Romano Kimbrel, man, Presley Jansen somewhere in there, but I, who'd you guys take in the fourth round hitter wise? Uh, this is one where we took the values that were given to us there. Uh, so we drafted seven, went Harper, Urias, Starling Marte, him getting hurt down the stretch. Yeah, side. that hurt too. Matt Olson, that, that worked out. That was the windfall player for us in the fourth round. Which was great for about four and a half months. And it's been, and last week has been good, but he was last brutal week for back. about five weeks in there. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I can't complain. The, nah, the overall, totality overall, yeah, for that hurts. for a fourth round pick. Yeah. Eh. It's not like I, I could have had Tyler O'Neill was right after that, you know, as an example. But that was the thing. Like, I, if I didn't go there, I could, if I went closer there, I could have gotten Romano or Kenley Jansen, and those would have been fine. I also could yeah. have gotten Roldis Chapman. Now, I wasn't drafting Roldis Chapman, so I wouldn't have gotten him. But Romano or Jansen solves your saves problem completely. Yeah. And Presley also could have gotten him. He went one pick before us in the fifth, and that could have changed things. And because oh, our fifth wow. round pick was. Our fifth round pick was just lighting a fifth round pick on fire. Javier, Javier Baez. I mean, I could, and Gold, Goldie went one pick after us. So, yeah, yeah fun. Uh, yeah, that was that was pretty that's brutal. A, that's a late Presley right there. I was saying I took Presley early fourth in my uh, in my main event. So that's yeah. Uh, so it was so palpably close to getting our closer. But then after that, we're just like, okay, we didn't get our targets. We didn't panic. We didn't push up the next guy. We didn't fall into that trap. And I feel like pretty proud of that actually. You know, we didn't force it. Uh, we didn't go Giovanni Gallegos in the six, which is where he went in our league. That we didn't would, go Corey that would, that would have, in the That seven. would not have worked. That wouldn't have worked either. Yeah. Uh, we didn't go Taylor Rogers, who kind of worked. And yeah, then he didn't, didn't yeah. drastically. But, you know, 20, 28 saves would have been nice to be able to pocket. But yeah. if the gift of prophecy of knowing when to cut him at the trade deadline and never pick him up again. Right. Um, I mean, and then you're like, Melanson, gah. And he didn't do that. I Barlow in the eighth was that was worth it. We got yeah. good value for a head. Like no complaints there. Uh just we didn't back him up with anything. And we, you know, we had to fight. We're still at like 50 saves for the year, though. I mean, it's not like we're at a zero. I mean, we got we're in the middle of the pack in saves. We just we had this momentum. Clay Holmes was racking them up for a while. We're getting Ian Kennedy saves. Ian Kennedy just killed us in september though just killed us yeah he had some yeah. brutal outings did you guys do you feel like being in the overall mix knowing that saves your worst category hurts you in your league as you kind of 100 okay I was, gonna, I was gonna say like do you think you started paying attention to the overall too early or do you think it just didn't work out the way it you... just didn't work out but okay. we went five four for a few weeks and we yeah, probably that. lost a couple of points and strikeouts in our league yeah uh but you know if it had worked if we had gotten 10 saves we would have gotten that that in save points in our league, and then gotten overall points too. And I was say, you're not far off. I have in my main event online, I have 68 saves, and I'm like not elite, but pretty darn good. So it's really like 10 saves that you needed. 
Yeah, ifs and buts were candy and nuts and all that. Sure. But I mean, it's not like you were thirty saves off. I mean, I think that you know the difference is so tough right now with the way saves are. It used to be like eight. You needed eighty-five saves, and now you need like seventy to be really good. So it's yeah. uh, the difference is uh, it's so small. It's it's you know six weeks of a guy that you can pick up that gets twelve saves. It really makes a difference. Yep, but it was, it was exactly uh, we're, we're five saves behind the next guy. Um, now we're at exactly fifty saves. We're four saves ahead of the person behind us. So. Saves are pretty much locked in. But we killed ourselves, I think, because we lost some ratio points because Kennedy was horrible. I mean, yeah. just, like, horrible. Horrible. And you're not getting um, any points. You're not getting any wins. Yeah. And I and we are six Ks behind one team and eight behind another and, you know, 20 behind another. So, I mean, when you're going four relievers, right. that, that's that's, that's three length. points that you probably have if you go 7-2 those two weeks. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then we lost Gonsolin. We lost another starter. So, some of, you know. The starters that were available to us were pretty crappy at that point too. You know, we, I told we bragged about, bragged, noted, commented, whatever you want to say. <laughs> right. How we went like two months without picking up a starting yep. pitcher, and it, immediately after that, Gonsling gets hurt, and you know, we just like, oh, it's our comeuppance here. Gotcha. Yeah, I had the I had the Gonsolin, Tyler Malley, Frankie Montas, Sonny Gray combo. Gray, Sonny Gray was Gray, Gray oh. was late at least, but like that week killed because he pitched one inning, got no strikeouts. It was gonna be a two start week, and just it was. Uh, it was tough. Montas was just the Montas trade killed me because he was just disaster when he went to New York. Was bad when I used him, and then got hurt, and now he's then became unusable, obviously, and you drop. But um, that was a tough one because he was my second. He was my second starter, and you know, even when he he was really good in Oakland, he wasn't elite, but it was good enough that it was it was really good innings, and uh, he had none of those in New York. I think he had one good start in New York. Yeah, and some of the guys that carried us earlier kind of fell apart down the stretch, like Wainwright. You know, I'm not getting tons of K's out of him anyhow, but he really had a bad month of September and was bad again today. Uh, lost to the Pirates at home. You know, gave up six runs in four and two thirds. I mean, it's just a ratio killer there. And he had a, he had like four or five outings like that in the last six or seven. So, yeah, I can say nothing bad about Dylan Cease, but his outing on Saturday hurt too. I needed I needed yeah. like a 13 strikeout gem to like make up some ground, and he just kind of he was okay for five innings. They start walking them guys. You get him be out in the six, and you look up, and it's a really bad line. You're like, well. That's my last start for my best pitcher. It just, it, it really stung also. Yeah, 100%. Although I got to say, and we were texting about this earlier, you're second overall, dude. You're still, oh, I know. you're having a great, you're going to win your league and you're going to, are you winning Vegas still too? Uh, I am. It's, it's close. It's gotten closer. Someone's over a hundred points now. So there's someone's like, I think four, four or five points behind me. It's going to be close. I'm going to need, uh, I'm going to need to not get disaster pitching this in three days. If I, yeah. If I just get average pitching over three days, I'll win the league. But there is definitely a there is definitely a downside path if I get some if I get some blowups in there. You, but this is an unqualified good you know qual- good year for you. You sure. got a team sixty fourth in the online championship too. By the way, yeah, I know that team was like fortieth, and I just I've lost I've lost attention to a lot of teams with focusing on the one main event team. But yeah. and I get it as as I look back in a month or so, I'll probably realize that. But today, I mean, I had two star. I, we're talking about our own teams too much, but today I had two starting pitchers. I'm way, I'm bay, strikeouts in my worst category. Two starting pitchers got zero strikeouts combined. Like it's just uh, who's well, name uh, them. Let's Chase, call them out. Chase Anderson and Ronzi Contreras. I took a shot at two start weeks, <laughs> and the worst part of that was they faced each other on Monday. Both right. of them throwing gems through four innings and rain delay comes. Oh, that's right. I remember in the, that in the same free. They're pitching each other so in the same freaking game. So they're both pitching really well. I think uh, I think Chanderson was like four innings, no runs, and five strikeouts. Contreras was four innings, one or two runs. They both pitching really well. And then Contreras was done after the rain delay, so I lose all the strikeouts he might have gotten. Anderson comes back out, gives up a couple runs, but still had a good, you know, decent line for four innings. But like 
No wins there because of the rain out. No win chances. The strikeouts went down, and they both get lit today. And it was just – I mean, I took a chance on both of them. I, I my, my theory was I needed strikeouts, and I, I took that slot as like a three-start slot for the last 10 days because I use mm-hmm. them both this week and then drop them and pick up a starter for this week. So my, my theory was I had to go for it. I had to get strikeouts, and boy, did it blow up immensely today. And now I'm now I'm closer, way closer to third than I am to first, and that's going to be – I mean, it's just if I'm – I was, you know, pretty much tied for first uh, week ago. So it's, uh, and it's the money's still really good. I get, I get what you're saying, but I, I really wanted to win. I really wanted to win this thing a lot. So it's just, uh, no, I hear it was you. a very, a very disappointing day. I don't want to admit how much disappointing it was, but it was a very disappointing day to realize yeah. that it's probably done. Right. Well, I mean, just this, this, this whole week, you know, and just, you know, our, this, the, the Schuler Erickson story is all the wrong moves, uh, starring, uh, not Tom Cruise, not Tom Cruise. somebody else. <laughs> But like you know, the sunny gray week that you we both shared. Um, we also picked yep. up Tyler Wells for his two step, um, and he didn't even make the second step. But he was terrible in the first. That's right. Um, we picked then, up Adrian Hauser for dropped him. He pitched well this week, right? What's that? And then you dropped him, and he pitched well this week, right? Did he even pitch this week? I don't know. Yeah, I he might have. Uh, Adrian Hauser we picked up for a two step. He got hurt in his first start, yep. so it's just you know it just. Yeah, we, we've had two wins, zero saves for the week. Um, you know, I, I take it back. You're right. Tyler Wells didn't pitch this week. He's not pitched since that uh, the game against Detroit where he got smoked. Yeah, Detroit too. Yeah. And obviously, he was pitching hurt. And like, great, right. thanks. Yeah. Um, hit 197 for the week, and it's just, it's just, uh, it's just so frustrating. It's like you want want to finish strong, and I, I always limp down the stretch. It's like, am I doing? Am I not paying enough attention? It's like, is there a leak here, or is this this the happenstance of players playing bad in the last couple of weeks of the season? I, mean, I think there's I think a lot more variance in September than any other month, but I think the same thing too. Like, I, I think the variance would even out. I'm a, I've not been a very good September player. I don't think it's a lack of effort. I just think maybe, I think falling behind in strikeouts is a weakness. I just I think it's a category you don't want to be behind in. I'd agree with that. Catching up with it, you're taking big risks on guys that you don't really want to take risks on. And mm-hmm. I don't even think Chase Anderson is a good pitcher. But I was like, he's got two starts. He pitched well three starts in a row. As Brian Slack pointed out to me, I think his BABIP in those three starts was like 0.85 or something like that. It was insane. Like, he was getting really lucky. And right. I just I had to take a shot that maybe get lucky twice. There were no other good two steps available. I should have taken a good one step and a good one step this week. And I, I, I got greedy. I tried to get, are those in existence though? I mean, like I could have picked up Michael Lorenzen who's getting the A's this week and okay, the A's so again yeah. next week. So that would have worked. Um, I could have picked up Bryce Elder who pitched really well. Like the names that I had right behind uh, Anderson and Contreras were really good. Were turned it out to be pretty good. Um, but I, you know, I needed strikeouts badly. So I tried to go for three starts to the two and that, uh, it backfired pretty badly. So I can say that yeah. I had bad luck, but I also made bad decisions and picked it, took risks that didn't work out. So I, uh, I'm always one who blames myself rather than blaming variance or luck. But, you know, there's a lot, there's some of both of that in, in any of our games here. For sure. 100%. And there's some clear mistakes that we've made. Oh, and for sure. You can't, you can't gonna make go for good article fodder yeah. in the offseason. Yeah. Uh, I, I always, I always find the, you know, what went wrong articles. Um, you know, and, and, you know, it's, it, you know, I think they get, they are always well received. I learn more from them than the, what went right, how I won league X. You're uh, uh, you're, you're foil in your, in your main event league. Just, uh, just wait in Kelly Ugansky actually listen to the podcast right now. So that's uh, that's really awesome. Yeah. Uh, Kelly, I met the very first uh, time I did an FBC. I don't know if he remembers, but he was one of the rags who welcomed me into the fold and was one of the people that was nice to me right away. Made me realize that I was in the right spot. So not sucks like, that I'm uh, losing to him, but at least I'm losing to a nice guy. 
not like the ass who was sitting two seats away from you and told you yeah. told you nice nice John Lackey pick. Yeah, and then I did podcast with him for the next four years. So who I was knew, like, but... take a look, this expert over here picking the injured player. No, so called expert. Come on, get it right. There you go. Um, so let's talk about this week. It's it's a weird season. We had that we had the lockout, and we have like a half week to end the season here, which means just by math, you know, every team's played three games, so forty percent of starting pitchers are pitching this week. I mean, anybody that threw Saturday or Sunday. A lot of guys are getting shut down. Uh, you know, Joe Ryan, you know, made his last start, not going to pitch on Wednesday. Sandy Alcantara, same thing, not yep. going to pitch on Wednesday. I think we're going to see a lot of people that we think are going to pitch on Tuesday, Wednesday, not pitch also. Um, oh, yeah. Some some of these teams, like I have two Phillies, and it's the Brewers killed me this week because now, um, you know, the guy in first place has Nola is going to pitch tomorrow, but then I have uh, Bailey Falter, I have Ranger Suarez, and they may not. Who knows how much they pitch Tuesday? If the, if the if the Phillies clinch on Monday, they may not need those two games. So it's it's, it's a tough situation where. I wish the Brewers had won a couple of games, made the Phillies uh, had to try a little harder. So, but let's let's project the Phillies rotation though, because you know Nola's gonna Nola's gonna play pitch in the playoffs. Yeah, they're so gonna want to make sure he gets an outing. Uh, you know Wheeler's gonna get an outing. Yeah, who's their third starter? Uh, I think it's probably Suarez, right? Yeah, I guess so. He might be the one that's risk. I mean, and I, I think he's still. Uh, I guess they start Friday. So he probably still, I just think he, I think both him and Falter have limited outings than they would have if they, like they needed those games. Sure. Maybe those guys were six or seven. Now maybe they go four, maybe they go five. And that just, you know, takes wins yeah. out of the mix, takes strike out of the mix. It's just a, uh, you see on the, on the last two days, we always get those like, Oh, here comes a three inning outing and like seven straight bullpen arms of guys we've never heard of. Yeah, well, Gossman pitched three today as an example yeah. with a cut on his finger, but, right. and it may be really legit. Or it might just be this is a reason to get him out. They don't have sure. to provide a reason. So I, I guess he's probably definitely has a cut. It's just a question of like. Right. How um, bad is it? He, they want him to pitch next Friday for the first game of the wild card. So it's a uh, uh, wild weekend. The the, uh, the Braves sweeping the Mets. Like talk about the Mets have just been a meltdown. Like all, all, all the Mets had to do essentially was win one of these three games. And they were in the driver's seat. They would have had a one-game lead with the tiebreaker and uh, with three games left. And now they're essentially dead. I mean, I think the Braves' magic number is one now to win the division. That's a, It's a huge, huge spot because now you become – whoever wins that becomes the two-seed. You get a bye, and then you miss the Dodgers in the first round too. Yes, exactly. Miss the, do- you get, miss the Dodgers until the CS, you know. Yeah. And you play the winner of St. Louis and Philly or Milwaukee. And like, that is a world difference than playing the Dodgers. Yeah. So, yeah. So currently, you know, the, the Mets are now, I mean, the Braves magic number is one, I think, yeah, right? They're done. It's, I mean, it, unless they, they have to get swept and the Mets have to sweep and it's not the yeah. Braves are playing the Mar- Marlins this week. It's Cause the Braves now have the tiebreaker over the Mets too. Yeah. It's not, that, they, were, they were tied nine, nine going into tonight. So it was like the biggest mad game possible. They were tied. Everything was Super high like, leverage game. It was yeah. like as, as much a high leverage game as a regular season game can be. And I think the Mets had 10 hits or something like that. And the Braves had five, but just the Braves are hitting bombs. Dan's well, Bassett was walking the park in the third inning. Yeah. So uh, walks matter. Well, yeah, um, I mean, he has, he has that A's blood in him. So big game. It's just meltdown time. It's just what happens. <laughs> yeah. Red, Reds, A's, you know, we do that sort of thing. Um, although, although Matt Olson hit a tank. So I guess, yeah, I did. guess a little bit, good, a good, a little bit of good A's blood there. And, and Lieutenant Dansby is uh, just stud all weekend too. He homered, he homered every game, right? Yeah. DeGrom, Scherzer, Bassett, center, left center, right center. That's beautiful. Dude, I, I'm, I'm in love. I mean. Uh, they are they are peaking at the right time again. Yeah. Uh, again. So are, are they – are you going to pick them to win the World Series again like you did last year? Yeah, I don't know. That's tough to go. It's, Dodgers are tough. I, I haven't really thought about that. I haven't thought about the, the NFBC Pro Season Contest because I've been so locked in on the regular season. Mm-hmm. But uh, Yeah. Um, I think the Astros are winning the American League. I don't know. Who, I have to think about the National League, though. 
I think the Astros are clearly the best team in the American League, though. Yeah, I think so too. I just uh, I love their their, their pitching so elite, and then the they just so many good hitters. I just think the they're they line up really well for a short series. And there's been zero drama with them for like yep. the longest time. I mean, they're yeah, just on cruise control. They, they can set it up. Yeah, they clinched the West like April 26th or something. Yeah, like that. basically, so it, was, it was pretty yeah. much done. Uh, thanks. There's a nice comment in the in the chat from Kay Salazar. Thanks for your expertise, help all year. You guys are the best. We really appreciate that. Always like to hear nice things and hear good things that we're helping people out there. Uh, but last last half week, we do have two te- four teams that have four games. Believe it or not, this week we have Seattle, Detroit play uh, a doubleheader, and Texas and New York play a doubleheader. So a lot of at bats there. Um, do you, I, I mean, this week is all just about getting starters if you need them, if you need if you need uh, strikeouts, need saves. Throw just as many live yeah. arms as well you're looking for. I mean, I think I have a, I was just trying to get to nine pitchers in a, in a couple teams. And, you know, I think the hitters, you know, I, I didn't really worry about it very much because, you know, three days, you, you can't really focus on batting average or runs. We'll talk about fab. We'll talk about a little power and speed, but it's, uh, it, I mean, hitters over three days, who knows what happens, but I, I think pitchers were kind of my main focus. And as I was looking at everything today. Yeah. I was all about the pitchers this yeah. time I, with one exception. I think I, in an online championship, I'd lost a corner. Uh, just had to replace that. So, so let's talk. Uh, let's talk fab hitters real quick. Then, so kind of the quicker part here. Uh, my thought on it pretty much was, you know, if you need some pop, you need some home runs, RBIs. You're going to one ca- one group of guys. If you need some steals, you're going to another group of guys. And you know, if your batting average over three days is so variable, I wasn't really worried about that. But power, I mean, Eugenio Suarez came off the alley. He was dropped in a lot of leagues. He's third base and shortstop eligible. The the Mariners have four games this week. Uh, they've clinched. That was a pretty awesome moment, by the way. Even though it was against uh, against our A's, it was pretty cool to see that. And against my Domingo Acevedo in his only outing for the week, uh, he did get two strikeouts in that. So there was yeah. that. But uh, but I mean, Mar- it's crazy to think the Mariners had the best record in the history of baseball and not made the playoffs once since then in, in two thousand. Right. So that was a twenty-one year stretch. I mean, the A's, who are you know the A's, have been in the playoffs like eight or nine times since then. Like it's crazy. The Marlins have and the Royals have both won World Series since then. So I mean, it's a long ass drought. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, it was fun seeing him go nuts. And for yeah. uh, Cal Rowley, who's been one of the great stories of the season. Yeah, dude has 26 bombs. I think he leads I think he leads catchers and home runs, right? There's, Big uh, dumper. Yeah. <laughs> Sal Perez have more? He must have more, right? I don't know. I know he question. missed a chunk of the season. Sal, uh, no, Sal has 23, so I think Rowley leads catchers. Yeah. Uh, so what are you doing with Cal Rowley next year? <sighs> Man, who knows? I mean, I, catchers – Catcher's so I mean, Real Muto's had an unbelievable season, but uh, Raleigh's Marshall's been great too. Marshall's been great. I was one I missed on, but the problem, I mean, Raleigh's 30, 29% strikeout rate, hitting 208, 26 home runs, a ton of hard contact though, 15% barrel rate. Like when he hits it, he hits it hard. I just, uh, I think there's a, just a massive batting average risk there, and he'll probably yeah. go earlier than I'm ready to go. I, I'm going to go back to the well on Will Smith, I think. I mean, I, I feel like, yeah, I could have. I, I, I could have uh, done better, but uh, you know, you know. I mean, I, I feel like I should say that. I feel like every, I, I, it almost feels like a disappointment. Oh, he didn't get those DH at bats that we were hoping for, and all that. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. Twenty-four oh, homers, eighty-seven yeah. RBI, sixty-eight runs. He'll take that from catcher every time. Is Adley Rutschman the fourth drafted catcher? Uh, probably. I mean, he's, he's, he's so darn good, especially if he can convert some of that OBP into batting average at some point there. Varsho, of course, is still, I think Varsho is number one. I could arguably put Varsho ahead of Real Muto. I was going, I was going Real Muto, Varsho, Smith, and then kind of opens up for four. Yeah. I think, I I think those top three. Go Madly after Adley. 
Who after Adley? Oh, Madley after Adley. I, don't know. I thought you were putting um, someone else after him. I was like, yeah. I don't know who that is. How about MJ Melendez, uh, suggested by Isaac there? Uh, he's an intriguing guy, especially if they hit him lead off some more. He walks a lot, but yep. I mean, he's another guy's hitting 219. Like, I know he's been good. He has 18 home runs, but still, it's a lot of at bats at 220. I just, uh, he's got 25% strikeout rate. I think you got to, you got to figure that gets, uh, probably gets a little better next year. At least struck out a lot in the minors, too. Um, I don't know. Another guy that I probably think is going to do earlier that I'm ready to take him. Sure. I could get that. Yeah, yeah, he is, yeah. I mean, he's outfield eligible. Are you really going to play him in outfield? No, I mean, you're drafting him because he catcher eligible. He, he's if like you, you, Same yeah, thing. If you're using him in the outfield, that's you, that's not what you want to do. Yeah. So I, I got to take a massive L on Varsho. I had him in 0.0 leagues. Yeah. I talked against him. didn't talk against him, but I, I didn't think he I, – I, I did not I like did. his draft price. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like his draft price. I thought he was a good player, but I it was like – three or four rounds behind it, which meant I never got him. Because there's always an advocate for him. So now I have to kind of reset my priors on that one there. Um, Alejandro Kirk, much better in the first half than the second half. What are you doing with him? Oh, I think Jeff just uh, (laughs) suddenly got kicked off here. I don't know where uh, where Jeff went. Uh, But, yeah, no, catcher's an interesting spot. Let me just get him back on here. Um, anyway, let's uh, let's before Jeff comes back, let's talk uh, talk some more fab. Uh, we're looking at uh, we're looking at uh, power. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff's laptop forced an update on him, so there we go. He'll be he'll be back in a second. Um, let's talk about power because I think power and fab is if you're looking for a couple home runs, your two or three home runs or RBIs behind uh, people. That's it's a spot you could actually gain in, which is really nice. Hey, uh, you Suarez, we mentioned uh, Tristan Castles in Boston is a guy that uh, I do. Uh, I do really like he's playing every day, has shown some pop. I think that's a name that uh, was available in a lot of leagues. I think he was available in a, a lot of online leagues, maybe 80% of the uh, 80% of the main event leagues. Oh, there we go. I'm adding Jeff to the stream. Jeff, I'm talking to uh, Tristan Cassis, and we're talking about some power. I went back to power and fab. Okay. Yeah, I like Tristan Cassis. Uh, yeah, play, this week. playing every day, uh, you know, hitting, hitting well. So he's a name that, uh, you know, after Suarez was a name that uh, I thought if you need some RBIs and home runs, he was an interesting guy to go after. Uh, J.D. Davis in San Francisco, uh, they platoon a bunch, but he's been hitting the ball well. Uh, Josh Young, who maddening to me, struck out about 400 times the week before last. I dropped him. And then he had a two home run, five RBI day, five RBI day on Monday, which is like, are you kidding me? Yeah, he was in our uh, Vegas main. Actually doing better in that league than I am in the league that uh, that Kelly's going to win. Um, Vegas, Maine, I might sneak in. I've got a chance to sneak out of third place, which would be awesome. Um, I mean, yeah, cashing, cashing in both your mains. A chance to do that in last week is pretty darn good, too. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, Posma's not going to give up. He, he's... Yeah, it's him and I for that la- that third spot basically. Is, Matt, uh, Matt, is Matt Woods Matty Woods still winning that league? Oh, he's killing it, and Toby oh, and nice. Toby's kicking butt too. I mean, at third, you know, third place is total is just the only upside I got in that league. Did you um did you do anything with Francisco Alvarez in the uh, the, the the Mets call up here? Do you think he's a play enough uh, now that they've uh, you know maybe they they might have you know have clinched the wild card rather than the division? Do you think that maybe they play him a little more than they would have? Mm, I think they play them the same. Um, I think they, it's it's he and Nito basically. They're they're flip flopping every day basically, right? Yeah, I don't know if they're platooning pure lefty and righty or just kind of going every other day. But uh, obviously, he's a big prospect. He had what uh, twenty seven home runs across Double A AA and Triple A this year. So, and I mean, if you're if you needed a catcher, and I, I think that uh, you know the people that had uh, had some dead spots at catcher, that might it was a it was the one interesting name I thought that was a catcher you could grab for the last couple of days here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, I mean, I, I think in my league, I think I'm okay. I mean, I could have replaced 
we wanted to replace the pitcher. I think we had one dollar in Fab and one yeah. of them, and then two in the other. So it was just like trying to find live pitchers for this week. That was our that, focus. That was my deal too. I had I had three bucks in each league, and there was just no way I was spending them on anything but pitching. So I just couldn't really for in sure. those two leagues. I couldn't do much uh, at hitting. But uh, if you need a stolen base this week, uh, I, CJ Abrams is really interesting. He is uh, playing every day for the Nationals and playing pretty well. I think he had three stolen bases this week. Uh, Dylan Moore has like five stolen bases the last eight or nine games, and the Mariners mentioned yeah. four games, so he'll play at least two, maybe three. And he seems to be running. So if uh, those are the two names that I thought if you need some stolen bases. I thought both Abrams and Moore were guys that could you know, give you one or two, and that, that could be a big boost as a, in a really clumped-up category. Well, especially with Seattle playing four games. I yeah. mean, that, that, that's nice. Uh, it's nice that Dylan Moore is going to, like, so we're going to look at his end-of-season stats. We're like, oh, he was actually had a pretty good year. No, he just poured it all on at the end there. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, of course, you should, you know, if you need that there. try. I'm furtively looking to see, well, I want, you know, Thor doesn't start anymore. So I was going to see if, like, oh, is Thor pitching against anybody? Can we uh, – <laughs> Can, can we run against him? But uh, th- that's that's the other thing is trying to find just any sort of way. There was a team that who got the, like five stolen bases the other day. Uh, Phillies, right? Yeah, Phillies against the Nats. That's right. It was like Harper, Stott, Real Milton who had three. It was a, it was a wild day. Yeah, Harper had back to back days with stolen he bases. So that was useful. Yeah. He hasn't had much power since coming back. That's one thing. I don't. In fact, has he even homered? Even I think he's homered like once since coming back. Is that what, right? He came back like start of September. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna look at this real quick here. Uh, but he I, has I, uh, he has three home runs in September. Okay, so it's hitting more than, hitting 189. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. He had a one for 16 stretch uh, again. The team that fell apart in September. That that's and, and I can't blame him. He came back from a thumb injury, and obviously yeah. that comes with that. So and he's coming back for a playoff run. Uh, yeah, but that hurts. I mean, you lose your first round pick, and then when he comes back, he's a waiver wire guy, basically. I mean, he did get he, for a while. He was getting on base and hitting for average, but then he went through a big slump. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. not not easy to hit baseballs when you're not feeling a hundred percent. Is Harper about the same ADP as he was last year? Kind of a early second round guy again. Harper Feels was like a that's first round guy this year. I got him in the seventh guess, overall pick. I guess he was. He, he did move up there, didn't he? Yeah, I think that's uh, right. his his main event ADP was right around that. I'll, I'll tell you what it was in a sack. Next but, year is like so like a one two turn guy, maybe early second next year then. Yeah, something like that. It's definitely going to be later than he was uh, in the uh, uh, in the main this year. Yeah, I thought I saw some teams getting him or late second. It's early second at some point. But you're right. I think he did. He did move up a bunch. Of, Eight you know, was his main event ADP okay. range was six to fourteen. Okay. For uh, a long time, he was that was considered a really good pick. Yeah. He was, he was really good. It's just, I mean, it's just an injury that, uh, you know, not much we could do there. Um, other guys on steals, uh, if you need uh, need some so – Akil Badu, uh, an old friend who has been a disaster. He's let off the last four days, um, not really hitting a lot, but he's someone that, uh, you know, if you wanted to uh, maybe follow some leadoff at-bats, uh, that might work. But, boy, talk about a rough year. One uh, – two in 201, two home runs, uh, seven stolen bases. He stole one today, which is why I noticed the stolen bases. Uh, crazy enough, that was my ninth round pick in my uh, my good main event team. Yeah, I mean, it just shows every team makes mistakes. Even yeah. the, the the main event winners will make mistakes. Yeah, it, I mean that's and that's a dead it's a dead zero in the ninth round too. Like that's an absolute. It, it's a negative if anything. So it's uh, yeah, it's it shows that you don't need to be perfect. You need to be near, anywhere near perfect on every every pick. G hot G one Bay in uh, in Pittsburgh is also an interesting stolen base name. He had a ton of stolen base in the minors. 
Uh, he's playing a decent amount for Pittsburgh. So as I as I looked for steals, uh, it was Abrams and Moore, and then Badu, and then maybe Bay if uh, if everybody else was taken. But he had, I think he had uh, thirty steals in, in AAA uh, so far for the for the Pirates. Triple A affiliate hitting two ninety has a couple steals already in, in seven games in the majors. So maybe one that uh, could work out. Oh, he had a steal most today too. So that's three actually in eight games. So pretty good ratio there. This is the okay. I'm paying attention to baseball and football season mode. There, getting <laughs> getting that, especially paying attention to the Pirates and what they're doing playing time. No, seriously, yep. I mean it's 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 a, you got to do it. You do. It's uh, September is really tough. I know we all watch football on Sundays, but yeah, it's uh, it's these names that are you know playing every day. They're going to get you at bats, and you know counting stats come with that that are big. So, but you can't let's even talk. Watch the baseball grid channel on Sundays. I mean, I you have to almost watch football. I still don't really get that. Is that like a technology thing? Is that a so. rights thing? Like, how is that? They only I, have the I, technology for one one grid channel. I I think so. I wonder. That is that is wild. Yeah. Good question from Kelly. Do you think uh, Do you think Harper needs Tommy John? Yeah, he might. Uh, he yeah, I think that's very possible. Um, can a hitter get that and be back in six months? Probably pretty close, right? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe he comes starts a, the year late. So yeah, that would affect his ADP for sure. We'll know sure. at least by the time those start drafting. Yeah. So let's uh, let's talk about some pitching in Fab. I think that was the that was the kind of the main point for everybody this week. But first, a note from our sponsors: It's so rare. So rare MLB is an NFT-based free-to-play baseball game played with officially licensed Major League Baseball cards. Sign up today at SoRare.com/MLB and receive 13 common cards to start your collection. Build seven-player lineups from cards in your collection and play weekly competitions with scoring based on real-life player performance. Compete for rewards with other fans around the world. For more information on gameplay. And a sign up, visit SoRare.com slash MLB. There's no better time to join SoRare than ahead of all our postseason gameplay. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, Jeff, starting pitching was about uh, getting guys that actually are making starts this week. Uh, we had uh, we mentioned kind of earlier. We had Bryce Bryce Elder was an interesting name. I thought Davis Martin on the White Sox is a good name. If he he wasn't available in many main events, but some twelve teamers. Uh, we mentioned Michael Lorenzen facing the A's. Uh, Domingo Harmon is available spots. Who are you guys looking at? Was there anybody you really like focused on? I think Elder, Martin, and Lorenzen were three that I really kind of wanted to get the most of when they were available. Um, yeah, just my problem was they none of them were available online, okay. I don't think. We, so we were going after like say, Eric Lauer and Graham Ashcraft. We got uh, see, Ashcraft. I, see, I didn't, got, have Lauer, I didn't have Lauer available anywhere, so there you go. Yeah, we, well, we didn't get him. Uh, <laughs> but we got, got available. We got the consolation to the consolation prize in Graham Ashcraft in both mains and Johan Oviedo. Uh, ah, you, and, you and me both. I uh, I picked up Oviedo also. I like the uh, I like the recent performance. I like the strikeouts, and I'm hoping that St. Louis sits everybody on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice. That's how much I was thinking about this. Was I was thinking like who they're playing and what teams are going to do on that day. So I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping Goldie and uh, Arano get one at bat and go take the rest of the day off. Exactly. Uh, someone in the chat mentioned uh, Hayden Westneski. I, I like that one a lot too. I actually picked yeah. him up in the main event three weeks ago, and I've been pitching him. Uh, he's been pretty good. He had a win. Uh, he had a win this week too. He's been uh, he's an he's a, an upside arm with some strikeouts. He's at Cincy. You always hate that park, but you know not a bad lineup to face. Apologies to you, uh, but that's a, it's a good one there too. Uh, a couple of A's pitchers I was looking at: um, Ken Waldachuk and Adrian Martinez, both guys that uh, you know ratio risk, but. Uh, both guys who can strike some dudes out. Uh, Waldachuk had a really good outing this week. He had Inky had eight strikeouts, and Martinez's strikeout rate has been pretty good the last two or three starts. They were someone that uh, facing the Angels. Mike Trout is day to day with a, uh, I think he's a foot, a sore foot. So who knows if he's going to play? You take Trout. Why are you out taking Trout next year? Oh man, it's the it's it's got to be the hardest guy to figure out, right? He has he's missed uh, what's he missed forty games or so. He's played a hundred and he's been one hundred fifteen games, one hundred sixteen games after today. He's thirty nine home runs. I know it's ridiculous. So does that put him like third or fourth? Because I know Judge when Judge hit sixty, he was twenty ahead of Schwarber. Schwarber has forty four now, so I think Trout must be third or fourth somewhere in there. Uh, there might be a couple of guys that jumped ahead of him, but like trying to a guy that missed a quarter of the season, he's fourth in the majors in home runs. But uh, the stolen bases are non-existent. Correct. He has four the last three seasons. Um, but as elite a hitter as, as there is, I just uh, it's, a, it's a lot of years in a row where he's missed uh, missed a bunch of games. Yeah, and that's the part that's going to hurt. Um, the batting average is down, obviously. Uh, although it, it's actually commensurate with what he did in 2020 in the goofy season. Yeah, uh, he, he strikes out a ton now. <laughs> he really does. He's. It's. I, I don't think he's going to report. It. He's. He's like his strikeout rate really is high. It's just uh, he's become a. He's a pure power hitter now. Yeah, he is. Um, he's bigger. Yeah, he's just. He, he's, but. His woba is like 420. I mean, oh, he's insanely good. Stupid. Yeah. I mean, he, he's such a pure hitter. But yeah, strikeout percentage is 28 percent now. Uh, just think if he didn't make that hard contact. But uh, yeah, it's just you, you got to bank in the small bases. I, I mean, the uh, injury. I think he's probably a guy. I, if, I don't. I don't think I'll take him in the second round of the main. I don't know. Maybe I would. I definitely won't take him in the first round. I definitely won't take it with the first round either. I think you'd have to it have to be a a middle to late is where I start to probably consider it. It might depend who yeah. I have in the first round, but uh, I mean you're always just banking on. I just hope he plays 130 games. If he does, you're gonna be really good. Even this year, 115 yeah. games worked out really well. I mean, 39 home runs, but for sure. Still, you look at his overall numbers. One one stolen base, 78 RBIs is not you know really winning. I mean, it's, it's fine, but it's not huge. 82 runs. I mean, obviously you're getting stats for the person you put in for him when he's on the bench, but. 
Um, it's weird that he's just become a, he's become a huge power hitter and that's kind yeah. of the, what he is now, which is, I mean, do you take him or you take Jordan Alvarez? I mean, he's got his own health concerns, man. right? They're kind of the kind of similar guys, right? Like it just seems yeah. like he's always got something, but you know, just an unbelievably pure hitter in Alvarez. Yeah. Yeah. But only 132 games this year. Uh, but yeah, what a hitter. You're right. I mean, yeah. 37 bombs, 96 RBIs in an elite lineup. And he's hitting 303. And you look at, we talk about Trout's hard hit. Uh, Alvarez is 59.8% hard hit rate right now. That is an, an absurd rate. And he's got a 21% rate. I mean, it's just as good a hitter as there is, just a pure power hitter. I think I'd probably take Alvarez over Trout because of the team context. We'll see what happens to the Angels in the offseason. I mean, how they're trying to sell the team right now. That, that might mean a strip mine. We'll see. They did just ink uh, Otani so for next year. That's not an extension. It just avoids arbitration ahead of time. He's a free agent after next year, right? Correct. Yeah. So there's threat of a midseason trade, although, honestly, I always find those to be pretty decent. Here's one for you. Do you take bets over them? Yeah, I do. You know what Mookie's hitting without looking it up? I, I was on the page. Oh. 270. Yeah, 270. It's uh it's been a rough finish here, but I think he's uh the 35 home runs have been huge. 12 stolen bases, not stolen base anymore, but it's just 116 run score. That offense is so good. But he's not uh the average the last couple of years, 264 and 271. He's not a he's not a 300 guy at the moment. Yeah, I mean he picked a bad time to slump too, as you were saying. So sure did. Yeah, him uh, him, Devers and Bobby Witt, my top three hitters, all kind of slumped at the same time. It's been uh it's that it's just you know, what are you doing? Yeah. Bad timing, they all had good years. I it wouldn't all have been good values for the position, but it would have been nice to get a last uh, a last couple uh, three months out of them. But uh, yeah, I think I go. I think I go bets also the extra just the run scored and you have the few extra stolen bases. I think makes a huge difference for sure. Uh, but other pitchers, uh, we talked about the A's guys. Um, any like uh, and Nate Eovaldi is uh, is pitching this week against Tampa Bay. Uh, Luis Sessa for your Reds has been kind of okay. Javier Assad <laughs> pitched well this week. Um, I mean, we were it was it was bottom of the barrel. Did you do anything with uh, thinking about either Tyler Glasnow or Tony Gonsolin kind of making short starts? Glasnow, yes. Gonsolin, I don't – Glasnow because the strikeouts, I think, are already there. I mean, you could get four innings and eight Ks. Yeah, I was thinking seven or eight Ks. He pitched three innings uh, the first start. You get fours in the mix, and yeah, I mean, that's that's more Ks than most of these guys were talking about getting five or six innings anyway. Yeah, I mean, I'd take five or six Ks out of him, whereas I don't think I'd get that from Gonsolin. I think he might pitch an inning or two. I think uh, I think three. Like he threw two in his rehab starts, so I think three is like a dead max. Yeah, agreed. And you think uh, that I, I would assume they're kind of having you thinking about him being a reliever in the playoffs? I, I just can't think he's he's anywhere near ramped up to start making any starts. Yeah, he may not even make the initial playoff roster, um, especially because as nice as it is that the Dodgers are going to get the bye, that means that's no t- chances for reps for Gonsolin in there. Yeah. I assume they'll be going like simulated games for a while here. But when do they um trying to figure out when do the the teams get a buy? They play like Tuesday, is that about right? Sounds about right. I don't I can't answer that authoritatively, but I think October eleventh yeah, is the start of the AL yeah, that's and Tuesday. LKS, so Tuesday. Yep, that's Tuesday. All four te- all four all four series play that day. That's gonna be a great day. That is gonna be a great day right there. Yeah. Actually, I, even though I, I kind of don't like the expanded playoffs, I kind of like it too. I don't know. It's going to be fun watching. I can't wait for them to start. I like. I like. I don't know if I love expanded playoffs, but I like a three-game wild card a lot more than the one game. Yes, I agree. I, with that. Ha- I hate the one game, and I also like that it's home team. Uh, this I do too. Stays the same. I think that yeah. that's smart. 
And uh, they, it kind of sucks for the third division winner, but then again, they're the third division winner, not the second. So, yeah, and they still they they get that first round where they and they don't have to play the number one seed too. So at least there's a couple of edges in there. But mm-hmm. I, I do like the three young games. I like the I like the schedule a little more compacted this year. I didn't love the you know nine million off days where you can pretty much throw your one and two starters and they can carry you. So I think a lot of times you need you're gonna need four starters in this playoff run to to make a run. And it's just agree. I, I kind of like that. I think that I think your uh, rotational depths would be a little bit tested in the playoffs. Yeah. So to that end, who are the three starters if it gets to three games for the Cardinals? So uh, Wainwright for sure, and then Flaherty and Montgomery, I would assume, right? Oh, oh yeah. what about Mikolas? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think yeah, that's a good question. I think you go Wainwright, Flaherty, Montgomery, Michaelis. Yeah. So right now, I think our projected starters grid goes Flaherty, Montgomery, Wainwright is just the order. Michaelis is splitting with Quintana tomorrow. Uh, definitely not Dakota Hudson. Uh, but no, Wayne Flaherty Wright. is the ultimate wild card for them. He is. I'm, could could be great. Could be a disaster. Yeah, I mean, he pitched well against the Pirates. But that's you don't you don't Pirates. think they you don't think they had Wainwright pitch today to line him up for that first for that first game. I mean they they could be, but I I think just ordering is like the way it is. I mean Wainwright, I mean low key has been pretty bad lately. I still think they give him start one. Maybe, yeah. yeah. And I, we'll we'll know if Flaherty like gets a random like two innings sometime this week. It'll 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 answer it for us, but uh, yeah. I just feel like St. Louis lined it up. I mean, he's pitching today, which gives him exactly four days rest until Friday. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. Uh, I, uh, I think just, I, I think I'd go Flaherty one. I think they'll go Wainwright one. Yeah, I just don't think Wainwright's that effective right now. And yeah, maybe there's a whole lot of recency bias there, but they're, they're going to play either. They're going to play likely the Phillies because the Brewers are pretty much done. Not done, done, but they'll, they'll play the Phillies. That's a I think Brewers the Phillies had it in their hands. They had a chance. They just lose the Marlins twice. Just, it was brutal. late innings to the Marlins too. Yeah. Oh. That's been. I mean, that's been the Brewers for six weeks though. I mean, they've lost so many yep. games late. I mean, um, want to talk about it? I mean, haters. By the way, the, the, the Phillies are winning that series against the Cardinals. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, you go talk about a team that's set up for a short series. They, you know, Phillies have a lot of uh, a lot of issues and some bullpen issues, but you go you go Nola Wheeler one two and that offense, yeah. I, I think they beat the Cardinals. Yeah, but weirdly, the Phillies did this race to the bottom thing. They did. Uh, they played really badly there for a while. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I hey, Nick Castellanos is back now. We're we're, we're all, we, everything's everything's good. Yeah, all's well. Please disperse. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Uh, if you need some saves this uh, this half week, uh, you've got some problems uh-huh. where uh, – not that you ever would know what this feels like. No, but, not at all. Uh, Dodgers are an issue. Like, the Kimbrel's out of the job. I, I really like Evan Phillips. Uh, Gratterall's really good, too. I mean, I, it's impossible to figure out who this was. But if, if Phillips is available, um, he was kind of the guy that I, I really like this week. Is But who knows how much the Dodgers use anybody is the problem. Right, right. That's exactly right. He probably, uh, gets, an, he probably gets an inning this week, right? Like, they're not going to use him more than that. Yeah, something like that. I mean, does Kimbrell make the playoff roster? That's a good question. I think he does. Yeah, I I, I don't know. It's crazy. That's a question considering we were six weeks ago, though, right? Yeah, uh, exactly right. Um, I I picked up because I I'm not too prideful. I picked up Jimmy Herget and uh, and Scarf, um, and which is part of the Earth series of leagues. Are you winning Scarf still? I am winning my. I'm winning scarf. I'm not winning Earth. I'm now fourth in Earth. Sentences we never thought we'd say out loud. Um, yeah. 
But you're winning fourth overall on Earth. That's pretty good. Well, I was first for a while. Oh, look at you. Yeah, I know, but Earth yeah, Ringer. I, yeah, I don't know, but it's so good that I uh, didn't win. But uh, I'm falling off a little bit there. But no, it's all right. I it's kind of funny. I kind of caught fire and like I was hanging around fourth or fifth in my own league for a long time. I just went on this massive run there. But uh, so I, think- we, I, I know we joke a little bit about Jimmy Herget and you, know, you dropped him and then he got some saves. Uh, Jimmy Herget's ERA in August was 0.53. His ERA so far in September is 0.63. Yeah, he's, he's good. Two, it's earned just run, two earned runs in his last 31 to third innings. So, dude, I know we joke about the usage and it's, it's frustrating, but he's been an unbelievably good pitcher. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. The Angels have pitched well this year. Yeah. I don't think people realize this. Maybe most people, maybe some people do, but you know, if all this time it's like, oh, Tawny and Trout have had these awesome seasons, and it's just too bad they can't get any pitching. They've gotten pitching. Pitching is not their problem. Their starting pitching has sneakily been really good. Um, you know, you know, Patrick Sandoval. We think he's a disappointment, right? Three oh three ERA. I would, I would have, I would have not won that over under bet right there. No, uh, he, he he had a you know even his last outing rough second inning. Okay, great. But if you look like, I mean, I, I, I didn't know he had a 303. He has a 135 whip, so there's obviously some luck going on. 303 there, ERA, though. That's a really solid year. We talked about him a lot in the preseason. I kind of thought he was, a, he was a disappointment, but I guess he really hasn't been. Last 60 days, 204 ERA, 113 whip. I did not know that, and I have him on a couple of teams. I mean, it's just quietly i mean the, the, jose suarez has been sneakily good for a while there yeah. lorenzen as you mentioned has had some good outings lately yeah. uh, and obviously otani's done his thing and is awesome and is great you know detmers has been a better you know we everyone looks at the no hitter but he's actually been pretty pretty good since the call up yeah. um he's at 377 121 he's going to be a good guy he's going to be a good there's a, there's a seeds of a team here but so where are all their where so are all their terrible. where are all the runs that they gave up? Is it all like bullpen and four and five starters that were that were awful? Because they're like their run preventionals is not very good. I mean, they've given up more runs than the Astros and the Mariners and Cleveland and New York. I guess they're like, not that bad. They're like fifth in the AL and runs given up. So yeah, you're right. They're actually they're actually I, I top third say, in the AL. Yeah. yeah. And you know, it's oh god, you're worse than the Astros. Oh, of course, of course, the Astros. The Astros are the Astros are hundred runs better than everybody. It's insane. And them and the Dodgers are just stupidly good. But yeah, uh, you're right. You look, I look at it a little closer, and they, uh, yeah, there's probably there's probably five teams that have to get up less times them. So yeah, their top half in the AL runs. Good. I wouldn't guess that either. But they're they scored 616 runs, which is like third worst in the AL. Yeah, it's really. I bad. saw I saw a ton. I saw a graph today that looked at like. Um, six and seven hitters in the lineup, and like everybody's clumped together. There was one team that was elite, and the Angels are like far and away like the worst. Apparently, six, seven hitters have been just horrendous all year long. Yeah, yeah. So the, the bottom half of that order has been a disaster the whole season. Yeah, like Jared Walsh is hurt now, but I mean, he quietly, sneakily was a roto killer this year. Yeah, Brandon Marsh before he got traded was not good. Um, Joe Adele did not work. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my God. Jared Walsh is at 215. He went like a month without an RBI. Playing <laughs> I, I do remember that regimen of the month. Someone yeah. point in the chat, Luis Renjifo has been very good. That's that's the one guy, and he's hit top of that lineup. I love Renjifo. Yeah. Jared Walsh is at 215 with 15 home runs, and he's played, that's 450 plate appearances. That is, and his strikeout rate's over it's 30%. He's been, he's been bad. Yeah. Taylor Ward has been pretty bad since getting hurt. Yeah. He was really good early on and then just been brutal since. Yeah. You're right. They're, they're, 
their lineup is just not good. Um, obviously, Domingo Acevedo, we're talking about saves. If he's still available in your league, he is clearly the A's guy. Who knows if the A's win the games and playing the Angels this week? Who knows who's going to win those games? But right. um, he's clearly getting the ball in the ninth inning each and every time. So there, at least there's that. But uh, And then I was just looking at anybody that's you know pitching seventh inning that might uh, that has good ratios and might sneak in a win. I mean, you're hoping for three strikeouts and a miracle win or save is kind of what you're doing. You're just looking for that over a zero was kind of that was kind of the bullpen thoughts this week. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, find guys that strike guys out. Hopefully you get three or four strikeouts and two outings. Maybe you get a winner or a save. Great. Yeah. Uh, a few, a real, real quick, a few news and notes, and we'll wrap up kind of talking about uh, a few lessons from the season. But uh, Julio Rodriguez is set to return on Monday. Sound like he's going to play. I imagine they want to get him a, uh, a a decent chunk of a bat here this week. So I imagine he'll play at least two of the three games. So obviously get him back in. Uh, Cattell Marte, a guy who has been definitely a disappointment this year, went on the I.L., Undisclosed reason, so I don't think we know what happened there. But obviously, on the I also done for uh, done for this week. Uh, we mentioned Mike Trout day to day with a sore foot. Uh, if you have if you need to have some closer issues, Felix Bautista reported a knee soreness after the game on Friday. Uh, has not pitched since. That's a really tough guy to start this week because they just have no reason to put him out there if he's not feeling one hundred percent. For sure. So who who would you go as a replacement? Jeez, I don't know who who is the who is the backup guy. I don't even know anymore. I he's been know. he's been locked in so long. I haven't looked at the Orioles uh, backup well, for a while. They had, they had a close win today, right? So let's see. Uh, look, look at usage here. That be kind of a, a giveaway there, supposedly. But Dylan Tate, Seattle Dylan Perez. Tate. Dylan Tate has five saves on the year. Did you know you Dylan go. Tate's got a .96 whip this year? Wow, little known fact. Solid right there. Yeah, I mean the Orioles. I mean they. You want to talk about a team? I mean they they've improved like twenty eight games this year. Yeah, no, I think I think today was thirty. Yeah, pretty impressive they, stuff. They locked they locked in a winning record, which is pretty yeah. darn awesome. Tate is not a huge strikeout guy, fifty nine Ks and seventy two innings, but he's only walked thirteen. Yes, I want that in the back end of my bullpen. Sixteen holds on the year, quietly a really good season. Yeah, two eight eight point nine seven. That's uh, that's really solid. So he may pick up a uh, a save or two. As I, I just assume they're not going to throw Bautista out there. They don't need Correct. to. And, uh, uh, Luis Arise sat Sunday with ham, hammy soreness. He's leading the AL batting race right now by two points over Aaron Judge. Uh, you think he's going to sit to 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 win that batting race? I don't think it. He would, but I want to see the New York media just go ballistic if he does. Right, if Arise sits um, and costs Judge the triple crown because he's chilling on the lead. Why won't you pitch to Judge? Uh, oh, boy, it's been hard. hard. It's like it's back to Barry Bonds days, though. He's like, he's getting walked like every other bat. It's wild. Yeah, well, and yeah, there, there's a lot of things. I mean, the the whole who's got the real record thing. Just stop. Oh, I just I'm so tired of it. Oh, so tired of Roger it. Roger Maris Jr. needs to stop talking and stop tweeting. Yes, and and people need to stop amplifying that. I mean, every time you turn on MLB Network, it's oh, I just click. All right, I love him. I love. Like I love Brian Kenny, he's great. Uh, but they keep harping on his story, and I, I gotta switch it off when they do. I mean, yeah. I just the problem is, it. if it's not Mets Braves, we just haven't had any good braces down the stretch, and it, it's been Judge is kind of the story. But uh, force yeah. feeding it to us, though. I mean, uh, I hope I hope he hits one this week, but I'm not tuning in for every single at bat at the moment. Yeah, when they were inter like interrupting college football broadcasts and. You know the college football people who aren't necessarily baseball people were. Yeah, really there was a lot of there was a lot of anguish on Twitter. Like, it, yeah. don't you? Can you just split the screen so you can kind of show it and do both? Like, I don't. Why do you have to tune totally out of it? Yeah, I mean, especially because they're not providing an alternate channel to watch while you know. Because hmm, there's only X. There's only 11, 12, 13 games for your favorite college team. I mean, if that's um, your sport, yeah. 
I'd, uh, I'd, I'd be okay if they cut it for Jared Walsh at bats. If you mentioned not watching Stanford football, though. Oh, my God. Well, they're hey, horrible. again. They're horrible. Oh, oh uh, uh, hello, Northwestern. Uh, yeah, um, you, guys are, you guys are really bad, too. Rough look. Force five turnovers against Penn State. Get <laughs> zero points from those turnovers. <laughs> oh, that's hard out, to do. Outgained on the ground like 235 or something. Rough. It's just. Are it's, you a watch Northwestern football every game, no matter what kind of person you are, right? I try to be. Yeah. Um, kids in life intervene. Yeah, it used to be that I would make sure I'd record it if I knew I couldn't be around. Right. I'm kind of not doing that right now. Yeah, just, I'm not the best college football fan. When Stanford's bad, I just don't really watch them. Yeah, I mean, they were down like they were down like thirty-one to three or something. At halftime, I was like, yeah, I'm not watching. At least it was Oregon. I mean, we lost to Southern Illinois and Duke and and uh, Miami of Ohio in succession. I mean, <sighs> sweet, uh, sweet new football ren- state renderings for the new stadium, though. Yeah. I, Yay, go cats. 80 was eight hundred million dollars or something like that. Look pretty like sweet. That. And yeah. I'm sure there won't be any cost overruns. They'll be totally on budget and on time. Always is on time, on budget, perfect. Yeah. Um, Sal Perez sat Sunday with a sore thumb. Jeff, I don't know if I'm gonna do it. Uh, I'm gonna I, I don't know if I'm gonna go back and do the math if I had won that Sal Perez bit. If I would have uh if it don't would, do maybe, that to maybe win. Why probably, would you I, do that to I probably shouldn't I probably should shouldn't do it, right? He's actually slowed down. He went nuts early on and it's then, been pretty darn good for a catcher for the categories I needed though. Yeah, probably better than Carson Kelly and Christian Bethencourt. Yeah, Bethencourt's just not playing enough. He's really good when he plays. I, I he's, yeah. he's been a really good hitter, but just doesn't play enough. But uh, yeah, Perez in that lineup would have been pretty nice. Um, Evan Longoria having some X rays on his hand, have another plan for there. Uh, Logan Webb, Sandy Alcantara, and Joe Ryan all made their last starts. I'm not gonna make another start. Uh, they actually put Logan Webb on the IL. Um, Alcantara and Ryan they just decided that was gonna be their last start, so obviously don't start them. Uh, Jeff, a couple questions for you before uh, before we jump out of here. Where does Freddie Freeman uh, go for you next year? Massive year, 329, 98 RBIs, 116 runs scored, but only 20 home runs. How much do you uh, how much do you buy the power outage in the in Dodger Stadium? Does that worry you? Is this the other stuff so good you're not worried about the rest of the power? Um, the three three thirty is pretty damn awesome for a guy with. Uh, what, 700 plate appearances? I mean, that plays massively. So, and the thing is, yeah, I mean, he's only he's only $4 behind Goldie and $1 behind Alonzo among first baseman for earned auction wow. value <laughs> using the Rotowire tool, despite 20 homers. And what if he goes to 30 next year? Yeah. yeah. He's in 327. Yeah. Oh, is that, I didn't realize it was that high. I mean, yeah, yeah. of course. He was I, was, I, I said 329. He was 04 today. Right? He was dropping 327. But, I mean, 116 runs scored. That's as many as Mookie scored. And Second he has ninety eight. He has ninety eight sure. RBIs. Thir- he has thirteen stolen bases too. Yeah, you don't count on that happening again. But no, but he had eight last year. You could probably count on eight to twelve. Is probably a pretty good number. Sneaky good. I mean, yeah. which which number surprises you more, Freddie Freeman having thirteen or Kyle Schwarber having ten? Kyle Schwarber having ten. Me too. Kyle Schwarber's forty four ten right now. That is. That's insane. Is he 44 10 while hitting 217? I was gonna say, is he at 230? But you're right, he's, he's under that. He was he was really brutal for a while, but yeah, 44 10. I mean, that in the in the new era of batting average, 214 hurts, but not as much as it used to. And 44 10 plays everywhere, yeah, 54% hard hit rate, 19.9% barrel rate. Uh, had two more hits and three RBIs today, is 92 RBIs now. It's been a bit of huge season for Schwarber's leading off for the Phillies. Um, do you know that Carlos Rodon leads the MLB Major League Pitchers uh, – MLB, say twice – Major League Pitcher in the Fangraphs War? I did not know he was – I knew he had a really good year, but I can't – I was really surprised to see him at the top of the list. I saw a tweet about that, yeah. Um, 
Did I just steal someone's tweet without knowing it? Sorry. Uh, no, you maybe no. I just saw it going around, but it's because of the case. Two hundred thirty-seven Ks, one hundred seventy-eight innings. It's K percentage, uh, but he's only thrown one hundred seventy-eight innings. So I, I, I beg to differ with the calculation just a little bit there, perhaps. But that's back-to-back years with a strikeout rate over thirty-three percent. Yeah. Hey, but you know, at least the White Sox didn't get stuck with that contract with him. Yeah. Ah. I mean, yeah, you stick him you on got, that team, it's a different year for them. Yeah, they need to be slaughtered for that. They really need to be chastised roundly. They, they flat out just passed the, the option, right? Or because of the, they, the, no, the they, didn't, qualifying they did offer? not offer a qualifying yeah. offer to them. They just let him go. And qualifying um, offer was like $18 million, something like that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. And they chose to start Dallas Keuchel for critical starts oh, early in the season. Right. Oh, I forgot uh, about that. They, 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 they deserve not to make the playoffs. They need, you know. They, they deserve lots of criticism. It's not just, oh, well, we had so many injuries. Uh, we'll be back next year. No. You made terrible decisions. You didn't try to improve at the break. Your one ad was Jake Diekman. Nice human being. Yeah. Come on. That, that's all you added yeah. at the trade deadline. Uh, and you combine that You combine that with the um, with the injury issues, and suddenly you got a year where uh, hugely disappointing team. I mean, I think that uh, they were the favorites for that division. They finished, I don't know, I guess they finished second, but they're pretty far out of it. Yeah. And they, Cleveland was supposed to be terrible this year. I was 100% wrong about that. You know, people can throw their these, this tweet or this prediction didn't age well at me because I, I completely missed on the Guardians. Uh, I don't think you're the only one there. I mean, they did very little to to get better, and I don't I don't think you're the only one there. I mean, obviously right. J Ram was had a great year, but Stephen Kwan's been good. Ahmad Rosario's been good. Josh Naylor's been really good, especially lately. Andres Jimenez, who I had wanted no part of, has been really good. Uh, they have a, they have a pretty sneaky top half of the lineup, and then. Uh, you know, you go Bieber, McKenzie, and Quantrill's been good. Savali's been pitching pretty well lately. Um, yeah, they're not. They're not going to be an easy out in the playoffs. Nope. They know how to. They know how to develop pitching too. They've got this secret sauce, and that's hugely valuable. They know that you can get reinforcements from within. And you go. You get down in a game, then late you go. Sam Henkes, you go. Karen Check, you go. Clase. Like you don't want to be down after six of that team because nope. they can. They can nope. shut you down late. And they have like one old guy on the team. It's like Brian Shaw is it. Um, they, this is, they're pretty, I've been very critical of them and my God, uh, they have, I'm wrong. They have no one over 30 on their team. Yeah. Luke Maley is the only offensive hitter. They have over 30. Yeah. Wow. And they've got a you're farm right. system that's just, you know, burgeoning, ready to produ- uh, contribute. So they're, they're well positioned. So I, I mentioned Emmanuel Clase. I was trying to segue into my next question for you. Top five closers next year. Clase, Diaz, Liam Hendricks, Jordan Romano. Who the heck is fifth? Is it Hater? Hater. You think he's? You think he's someone. back in? Back in the circle. I don't know of if trust? it'll be me, but someone yeah. will do it, right? Back uh, in I mean, the circle of trust after the after the blip there. I mean, he's been pretty good lately, at least. He has. Uh, I I have a he, hard time. His ERA is still five three. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it. It's a rough look, but he was so bad for a while. The upside is just still so palpable. Yeah, he's got he's got eighty strikeouts in less than fifty innings. Yeah, it just it just shows that relievers can go kaplui like that. But well, um, Jeff K. Sal is on the chat is just trolling you now because they want uh, Jimmy Hergit to be a top five closer too. Oh, nice. <laughs> that is just beautiful, good, cruel, unusual, right there. Yeah, last uh, thirty but, days for Josh Hader: point nine three ERA, point six two WHIP. Yeah, he's going top five. And he didn't give up a run the first two and a half months. It was just an insane. Like stretch of the season, we gave up. He gave up six runs twice. Unless twice. he gets lit up in the playoffs, and in which yeah. case, yeah. 
But he gave six runs in an inning in a game twice. That's it's impossible. I don't know what the heck happened there. Yeah, Isaac says Bard is good, but you know Bard's not good every year. Uh, and it's cores always wins. So Bard was that. Bard was awesome this year. But he he's he's thirty seven. Um, but he's a whip, a whip under one, ERA under two, and thirty two saves. He's been the he's been the guy that if you took in the twenty third round, as which has been absolutely or picked gold. up in Fab early on. Yeah. Absolute saves gold right there. Stud today, yeah. Two innings saved today. He's he's been awesome. Yeah, he had four strikeouts. Uh, today. He's been great. That. Yeah. I just think that their reliever performance varies so much, especially with someone like him, that I probably won't be on him. But I could, I, I could give up value to the league on that. We'll see. Uh, he's not. He's no Mark Melanson, that's for sure. <laughs> Goodness gracious, no. Um, when do you start prepping for twenty twenty three, Jeff? You, 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 you right do. Now? Do you do the projections for the site and all that? You do right. I do. We got a meeting coming up uh, next week. I think maybe even Thursday. Uh, talking about our process, so we'll wow. see. It'll be uh, you guys. That's, that's like one day off, and you're going back to it. Well, we're just going to talk about how we're going to handle it because uh, there's uh, you know uh, just to figure out because uh, we, we do things a little bit differently now, but uh, maybe to streamline some of the projection process there. Yeah, I uh, I need a break, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the playoffs. I'm just gonna enjoy baseball for a little bit. I. Uh, I don't think I've uh, I don't think I've dealt with this last couple of weeks very well. I think if I were if I were in the mix again, who knows if I ever be this high up again? But I think I think I would handle it differently. I've done a lot of like, oh, I'll figure out what happened later, and I just haven't enjoyed the last three weeks as much as I should have. I think I don't think I handled well how to deal with it. I just think I just should have leaned in and watched games. And yeah. um, I've been really busy at work too, so it's one of those things like I'll just deal with it later. And that just uh, it hasn't been as fun the last couple of weeks as it should have been. Yeah, uh, I know. And, and well, when your team. Yeah, you know, your team did. Well, it was collapse. it was really good until today. I mean, it was I, yeah. I, I was everything was really good. Today was bad, but I've been I've been great. It's just I, I don't know. It's been weirdly like I haven't wanted to watch pictures because I'm like, oh, this is gonna be stressful and just it shouldn't be that way. It's stupid. Like I just you should enjoy it. That you would play so you can you know have some play for some leagues, play for some overalls, be up there. I just don't think I've, I don't think I've handled the last three weeks well, and I would do it differently if I ever got up there again. Which who knows if I will. It's hard to get up there, but uh, I would certainly handle it differently. Yeah, I hear you on that. By the way, John asked what any left for it. Diaz would be our first reliever. Um, I, I said second. I put him after Clause. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Quibble. I mean, it, I it's go, just like Hater Liam this year, yeah. you know? Some, yeah, I, for yeah. me, for sure. I think, it's, I think it's a dead set top two with Clause and Diaz. Then I think I still think Liam's third. I think Romano's fourth. And I think it opens up after that. You're probably right. It's probably Hater fifth. And then, then it gets really open after that, though. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah Diaz, nice is, Diaz is definitely a top five guy in every draft. Oh, yeah. Uh, how early are, are you? I think the better question is how early are you willing to take either him or, or Clause? Uh, pretty darn early, third round. Yeah, are people going to go closer crazy like they did this year and take them in the second round? Or I think in one case at the one-two turn, I, I see. I remember seeing one main like that. There was. Um, yeah, I think that uh, not quite as high. I think Liam and Hader were so freaking elite. Maybe Clause is like a late second guy, um, but I think we'll probably. I think we maybe push it back to late second, early third, rather than late first, early second. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I've come around to pretty certain that I want a top, I don't know, we'll call it a top eight guy, and then I'll figure it out after that, rather than trying to maybe get two guys in the middle. I think I want one of the top eight, and then I'll I'll just kind of figure it out after that. I think it's, that's worked pretty well for me. Uh, I feel pretty comfortable that I can kind of uh, mix around and find some saves, either in season or later in the draft, but not uh, – I, I want an anchor. And I know the anchor doesn't always work. You get Sometimes you get a Chapman. I was, I was with you. I wasn't drafting Chapman either, but – um, I want one anchor in these in these overall leagues where you have to get saves to win. I mean, obviously, a standalone league is a lot different, uh, but in those leagues, I definitely want an anchor, and I'll just I'll, I'll I'll suck it up. I hate doing it in the third or fourth round, but I'm gonna do it anyway 
and then I'll just figure it out after that and forget about it for a little bit. I think it just depends on where I'm sitting in the draft. And it does, and every league's a little bit different for sure. Yeah, I mean, we talk about I, we did talk about what might have been if uh, I got one of those closers in the right. fifth round instead of stupid Javier Baez. Uh, who is just not someone we were even on. It's just kind of like we were set on Presley, and then it obviously you, uh, was that thing in our way. You, men- you mentioned Baez, and I'll admit to you, I haven't thought about him in like three months. I looked him up. It's it's a really bad year. 16 Rough. home runs, nine stolen bases, and 240. There's just nothing good there. No, there isn't. There isn't. 60 so. runs, 60 RBIs. Like it's just it's just a really <laughs> middle of the road. Like It's a guy you can get in the 23rd round. Yeah, Har- is, what's your dog's name? Harley, is that right? Harley, he's Harley like hates very anti heavy bias. Hates Javier bias. Yeah, it's like you know, once he once it hit the the bounce ball, it was all over for Harley. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, hard hit rates down eight percent. He's a eight percent barrel rate guy. He just hasn't been good. Yeah. Did you see? You know, did you see the sister Jean meme with him? By the way, I did not. You know the sister, the woman that's the little yeah, Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. she threw the first pitch out. I think it was Wrigley, and like you know, just she's in a wheelchair, just kind of leaned it up there, and they someone someone uh. Photoshopped in Javier Baez swinging and missing out. It was beautiful. Nice. That is yeah. that is very clever. Like it was as a slider away. It was it was it was pretty amazing. But uh, I'm not convinced I'm going to do early closers. So, uh, but we'll see. I mean, I, I you know the the online main that was doing so well for so long, we didn't do it. Yeah. But then again, chasing closers in September killed us. So yeah, you uh, had Clay. Clay Home doesn't lose that job. You're set. Like yeah, because he you wouldn't even thought about it. You would have had you would have had Barlow and and Holmes and you. I mean that's. I don't know, 10 to 12, 14 more saves for Holmes if he had stayed healthy, stayed good and been good. Right. And he wouldn't, it wouldn't have mattered. You would have had, you'd have 63 saves and it just, you just got a bad break with Holmes getting hurt. You had a, you had a huge score and then it just went away. It's just hard. Yeah. Which is what relievers do. They go they away. Do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. they, they do. But uh, yeah, I think I, I think I'm one anchor and then figured out from there. Uh, Harley's a big fan of, uh, of that also. Yeah. Um, anything else on your mind? Anything else you want to talk about before we jump out of here? I think for the last time, right? Yeah, unless you, yeah, I, I think we, yeah, I and mean, we we could do it Sunday if you wanted, but we could just enjoy the playoffs too. I think we'll probably yeah. enjoy the playoffs. Probably. Uh, no, it's been a fun season. I, I just have had a lot of second places. I think I might win. Well, I've got a couple chances to win leagues still, but I, I it could have been an, a, an, a very, very Genstad like season. Instead, <laughs> it's going to be more of a Erickson like nice. season. But, uh, you know, live from that, learn from that too, how to, how to close better. Well, hopefully, hopefully you guys get a crazy, uh, crazy good three days. Maybe make a run in your main event. Sorry to Kelly, I know he's listening, but uh, I'm rooting for you to at least make it, uh, make it close there, and make it a run in your Vegas league would be fun too. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully it's a, uh, hopefully Wednesday matters for all of us. Let's put it that exactly. Way. Yeah. Good luck down the stretch, or not yeah. the stretch. Good luck in these last three games. Yeah, sprints. It's crazy. It's a super sprint. So, but uh, yeah. thanks everybody for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Not only tonight, but all year long. Um, I know I speak for Jeff uh, when we say we, we really appreciate all the nice comments. We had a lot of good stuff, and we see people in person or see people online. Uh, there's a lot of uh, nice comments on the podcast. We do appreciate that. I I know I love doing it. I know Jeff probably gets tired of me during the season, but not I love doing it. So uh, it's uh, it's fun. Yes, I kid. For the people not watching on video, they can't tell that I'm laughing at that comment. So a little bit of dry humor. Sorry about that. But no, we really appreciate it. It's always always fun. Um, it's always a good time. Looking forward to it every Sunday night. Um, if Jeff will have me back, I'm sure we'll be back uh, next year. Hopefully, it's uh, hopefully uh, we we have no lockouts next year. We can actually have a normal schedule. It'll be nice. I can't wait for just a normal cycle season. Right. It's it's been a long time. I know it has. All right. Thanks everybody. Appreciate Absolutely. you. I'll be still on t- on Tuesday with Fred and Thursday when we talk with uh, the guys from So Rare. We're going to be talking about their postseason contest. So that'll be kind of closing up. 
James has still got a podcast this week as well. So still a lot of content for you. Thanks, everybody, uh, for tuning in. We really, really, really appreciate it. And good luck to everybody these last, last final three days. Let us know how your seasons turn out. Hope everybody wins uh, wins a league or two here and there. So anyway, thanks for listening. And we'll be back at you, uh, I don't know, sometime in February, I suppose. <laughs>